Welcome back to Bible study, to Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 5. I'll be reading from verse 16, but first, just want to comment, John, on your very dapper, light um, linen jacket. What, 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 is, the, what is that? Um, not the material, what's the colour? Because I'm colourblind. What would you call that? Beige? Or yeah, off yeah, white, cream, linen. Off-white. I call it linen. Because <laughs> we're, you know, we we were discussing not long ago um, that maybe we'll just turn up in polo neck jumpers <laughs> on a future Bible study. But at the moment, we're enjoying uh, the smartness of John and Derek. Welcome, Derek. Thank you. <laughs> welcome back, and welcome back, everyone. I'm going to read, and John, you're going to pray, aren't you? So, verse um, 16 of. Galatians chapter 5. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirits, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Heavenly Father, we come before you again today, Lord, and we thank you for these wonderful words, Lord. We ask that we three here, Lord, would indeed be led by the Spirit as we look into your word, Lord, as we look to bring out the truth that is contained here, Lord, in in ways that our viewers will understand, Lord, and be blessed by. Lord, as always, we ask above all that you be glorified in all that we say and do. Mm. In Jesus' name, Mm. amen. 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 Thank you very much. Uh, We enjoyed uh, Derek's summary so much last week. Derek's going to give us another summary now. Um, Just just sort of recapping. Yes, we we really said from verse 13, um, Paul is shifting his thought now. He's he's established the truth that through being justified by faith, we are free from the, the curse and the condemnation of the law. We are accepted by God. We're forgiven, so we don't have to be in the game of trying to earn points with God and gain the merit with God and so on. We, we have access to God. Praise God. Mm-hmm. We're his children. Um, but now comes the issue of you know, how we live our life now. Mm. And, and, and so Paul says, for, for you, brethren, verse 13, have been called to liberty. By, we've been called by God's grace mm. to a life of liberty. Mm. But what does that look like? How does that actually work itself out. How, what is this life of liberty? And first of all, he says, I do not use your liberty as an opportunity or a base of operation for the flesh. In other words, it's not an excuse just for you to live a selfish life, just to flesh out. You, you know, um, th- that actually is not a life of liberty. That's a life of bondage to yeah. self and sin. Um, but he says, through love, serve one another. In other words, you have been set free to love. To, to war. You've been set free from yourself so that now you can actually fulfill God's, the way God wants you to live, the way you were designed to live, yeah. Yeah. which is to live as an image of God, to walk in God because God is love. And so he says, through love, serve one another. Yeah. Put others first. Huh? And, and now he's put your love in, his love in your heart so you can do that. And he says, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you will love your neighbor as yourself. So he says, this is the moral law of God, because God is love. His moral law really is his nature, Mm. that he wants his children to express. 
Yeah. And so what he's saying is now you have been set free so that you can, you, you can, you can reflect the, the likeness of God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, on the contrary, if you, um, if you walk in the flesh, mm. whether it's um, carnal flesh or religious flesh, yeah. it, what flesh means, it's all about me. And when it's all about me, then I'm, I'm in competition with you and I'm fighting with you for yeah. dominance and stuff like that. And, uh, and what we end up biting and devouring one another. Yeah. And this is a gross image. It is a gross image. So we didn't quite cover this last week, did we? And I, because um, I rushed you a bit, John, I think. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's not just an issue of us, is it, doing, doing it the right way, because it has such an impact on others. It's saying, you're devouring each other. Spiritual. So if you get it wrong in your own heart and your own spiritual life, the consequences aren't only for you. You can be quite damaging towards others mm. in the body. But yeah, go on about this gross image of well, devouring well, well, one another. It really is gross, yep. of course, isn't it? Yep. It's cannibalism. Yeah. So he's saying, when you are in the flesh, hmm. Uh, and you're being dominated by the flesh, not only is you, are you in horrible bondage, mm -hmm. but, uh, but you are actually a spiritual cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. quite st very strong yeah. language. Yeah, you are biting and you are devouring yeah. and you are consuming one another. Yeah. And, the, and so, if you like, we, this might help us, restrain us, when we've attempted to react in the flesh against people, mm. Uh, for whatever reason, um, to lash out and so forth, uh, whether they deserve it or not, or whether we're just wanting to, to gain yeah. the, the so, dominance. So John, Paul, Paul does this, doesn't he? He, he says, um, serve one another in love, and then not that, which is devouring, and then he's swung back and said, so I say, you know, walk in the Spirit or live by the Spirit. Yes, he does. And, and um, this particular word for walk means one foot in front of another. Mm. So, what, what, because this is, a, this is a learning stage. Yeah. So he's saying, take one step. Don't be too hard on yourself. You've got to learn to walk in the Spirit. Mm. You've got the Scripture. But on top of that, you're going to need to learn to recognize the urging and leaning and leading, rather, of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, and and, and that, that's a process, like any else, you have to learn. But this is the, what, the, what the Lord uses to teach us, to train us, to cause us to be conformed to the image of his and Son. And it's a journey. It's a journey. Mm. So one foot in front of the other. Mm. Um, take one step, and every now and again you'll take a misstep, or yeah. a false step. Mm. But actually it doesn't matter because you'll learn from that. Yeah. That's, that's really important. But you've got these big, these big, precepts, you know, you, you love your neighbour, that's a big concept. Don't devour each other, that's another big concept. So you're constrained by those, mm. uh, you won't forget those, now yeah. just start walking it out step mm. by step, Very good. being constrained by these things and learning, and, you, and, and as you walk you'll become more and more sensitive, more and more to the leaders. But the Lord hasn't made it difficult for us, it's the flesh that makes it difficult. And, 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 and once we learn to say, no flesh, I know what you're trying to do, yeah. but you're dead. You're dead to me and I'm dead to you, away. Yeah. I had nothing to do with you. Yeah. And then it'll, it'll, it'll skunk off, it'll mm. skunk off for, mm. for a little while and, yeah. and you'll take a step. 
Yeah. Um, it's quite different, and we'll come back to it, yeah. because at the, we haven't read it today, but yeah. at the end of this chapter it says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So and that, that is, was a no, question. But, uh, let had. me make this yes, point. Yes, please. Um, this last 25, yeah. um, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So here in, in, in chapter 15 he said, one foot in front of the other. Bit yes, bit. It, it now he's presuming you've progressed a long way, and now you're in lockstep with the Holy yes. Spirit. It's a different word. You're living. You're living. Right. And now you're I want lockstep to in, in, in walking with him. But here, uh, we haven't got that far yet. Yeah. It's just one step in front of another. Take a step. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Consider, take stock, then take the next step. Which is absolutely brilliant. Now, yeah. I, when I said, uh, John, um, you know, what about this verse? You know, and I even said living by the Spirit, because in the New International, it doesn't say walk. It says live. And, but I think it's... I think absolutely right. Yeah. Well, certainly as for our Bible study. They both have a similar meaning, yes, but this do. idea it, of step by step is... Yes, it's better, it's, it's the, easier to... But understand. the word, both translations carry a bit of the, the truth of... Yeah, the, of course, yeah, they, of course they do, yes. It, it also means um, it's, it's your habitual conduct. So it's an, uh, it's an encouraging work. It's kind mm. of like, you, you know, like you walk is is what you would just do it's like like a fish swims in the sea or a bird flies in the air mm -hmm. we, we can walk in the spirit mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. a hip it, it's it and that's why he translates it as live it, yeah. it, because it's like it's not just an occasional thing that we might do mm. but mm. it it is for us to it, it is to become a lifestyle so another question therefore is how how do you get it from the greek to two different points, you know, walk and live, from, from the, the original Greek. Well, I, think, I don't think they are in conflict, really. No, I, no, they're they not can, in conflict, they, I'm just no, interested they can in appear what to that be. is that well, because Greek we live breath by breath, we live breath by breath, yes. moment by moment. Yes. So that, that's, what it, that's really what it's talking about. Yeah. Live in this minute, yeah. doing what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. And as you look back, you'll see a whole lifestyle. But it's not, that's not what it's saying. The yeah. point you're at, live now. Take this step. They're not in conflict. They're saying exactly the and, same and thing. It's what Derek said, habitual. 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 It, yeah. Come on, the I best, knew he was going well, to find, find the verse. Yeah, well, it's yeah. peripateo. But um, yeah. it, the best translation is walk. But, but the reason why they, they do translate it as live sometimes because it, it is, um, let me make sure, but it's present tense. Okay. Now, present tense in the Greek means it's, it's a continual thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, so, in a way, it's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so, and the, and so right. it's, it's the way you live. I mean, it, you know what I mean? The, right. it's, it's just a language issue. But yeah. I think if you were to choose a word, walk yeah. is probably the best because it, 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 it communicates that. Mm -hmm. but, it, but it also is, this should be our habitual way of life. Mm -hmm. this should, our, li our lifestyle. Our we life will life. fail, obviously. Mm because the flesh is always trying yeah. to, but we, it is possible, he's saying, it is possible to mm. walk in the spirit and, yes. and to get used to that, mm. you know. Mm. And, and of course, when that is the key to not fulfilling the, the lust of the flesh. We, yeah. there, we're in the middle of this battle. There's the spirit, is the resource. We can walk by the spirit. Yeah. It's there for us to do. He is there to help us. But we, there is also this flesh pulling on us. Mm. So, which is not our lifestyle, but it's there, pulling. 
trying exactly. to pull you back. But he, he is strength. saying the spirit is stronger than the flesh. That's because right. he says all you have to do, you yeah. can't overcome the flesh in your own flesh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he says if you will just trust the spirit mm. and, and, and walk in the spirit, you, mm. the flesh won't be able to get the, the victory over you. Yeah. In other words, yeah. you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, the flesh is stronger. If you will just learn to walk in the spirit, you'll find yourself walking more and more free from that pull of the flesh. It will never be perfect, but the spirit is stronger than the flesh. Yeah, wonderful. I think an important point to make here is that the spirit is not a, it might be, um, but it's not just a sense. It might come as a sense, but it's much more than that. The spirit mm. is a person. Yes. It's perfectly clear. The spirit is a person and he will talk to you. And you can practice. This is how we learn. You can practice in your kitchen. Lord, tea or coffee? And he might say tea or say, you make up your own mind. It doesn't really matter. Um, Lord, what shall we have for dinner tonight? I've got all this in the fridge. What shall I do? You say that, that, that. But the point is, the outcome is not disastrous. No. Whatever you decide. Mm. But you're learning to communicate That's with nice. him. Because he's interested in that amount of your life. Yeah. And it's an intimate one. It's not a taskmaster or even a puppet master saying, this is what you know. He wants to be intimately mm. involved in your life. Coming back to Galatia... Uh, By the way, I just, uh, on, on that point, I think we're all missing out on we should have a, a, some kind of little camera or, you know, when John's in his kitchen, <laughs> you know, and he's talking to the yeah, Lord about yeah, whether it should you be know, tea or like coffee. Everybody else, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I mean it's like the spiritual version of Alexa, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Lord, what, Only it's you know, better. And it's, I don't it's, understand it's that, that, that instruction. It's, it's everything because yeah. we're back to Galatians 2.20. Yeah. It's no longer I that live. Christ who lives in me. He wants to live his life through you and he lives it through you by the Spirit. So these little incidental decisions you make every day do yeah. matter. That's right. They do matter. Is, are you alive deciding where you're going to have tea or coffee? Or is the Lord going to decide for you what's going to refresh your body? Mm. You see, you bring it down to it's basics like that, but it's either you living or him. Yeah. And, and so your kitchen is a good place to start practicing. Yeah. Well, does that well, make well. sense? It, it does. It's, it's actually really endearing. Good. I, and you, you think, actually, this is a higher level of being conscious of the Lord's presence with you, yes. living with him and attributing to him, as yes. it were. All, all honor, all deference, as it were. That's right. Mm. And if you do really that, w when you when you and come it is to crisis better, point, as I say, than just voice, being enslaved to Alexa or Google, yeah. Yeah. Hey Google or Hey Siri or something, yeah. which just keeps popping up when I don't want it anyway. Could so. strangle her sometimes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, John. That I think is that. I'm talk talking about Siri. No human being. No, but there's an algorithm. That, the algorithm that's got you marked. <laughs> and they're still trying to decipher this. Lord, should I have coffee or should I have tea? And you know, they're trying to actually ground that into yeah. some algorithm. Um, anyway, uh, I love that. And so we are living by the spirits. It's some. It's a lifestyle. It's habitual. Yes. And, and as we do that, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yeah. In other words, the, it's, it's the Holy Spirit who sets us free from mm. the power of the flesh yeah. or the power of self. 
It's so the Holy I can... Spirit that sets us free to love. We can only be sanctified by the Spirit. There's not a bit by of the Romans law keeping. coming up here. I can, I can, you I can, can feel I can it. Yeah. See, you know well, the tones as it were. It's well, amazing how you knew that. I wasn't looking. Right. I was listening, and yes. I was just thinking. But now I, now I can see an eight. Yes. Um, there. Well, this fits perfectly, of course, with Romans eight, one That's to one to four. That's the point. And um, but then, dare I say, mm. because I'm going to say it anyway, yeah, but. Um, you know, verse later, it goes into Romans 7 in our passage, but do the Romans 8. Yes. Yes. Um, there is now no, and this is really saying that the power of the Spirit is stronger than the flesh. Yes. If we will learn to trust yes. in the Holy Spirit. That's right. We will find ourselves free automatically. Mm. Um, there is now, therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, full stop. That's what we're talking about. First of all is the legal basis. Mm. We have been set free from the law, the condemnation of the law. No condemnation. Now we are free to walk in the Spirit. Yeah. The legal b groundwork, the paperwork <laughs> yeah. has been done. Yes. All right. Now the Holy Spirit is available to us yeah. through the work of the cross. Verse 2, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Mm. Now here, of course, the word law is used in a different way, a bit like our scientific laws, right? So yeah. there's a law of sin and death. Uh, in other words, the sin nature is, is full-time, op always operating, like the law of gravity, to pull us down yeah. towards death. Yeah. You know, That's the law of sin and death. But praise God, there's another law of the spirit of life, mm. which means the Holy Spirit, 24-7, every moment of every minute of every hour, is radiating life and is available to us mm. for us to walk in. Mm. It's not just occasionally when he moves, you know, no, yeah. he's always there. There's the law of the spirit of life, always giving us life. Yeah. And he has made me free from the law of sin and death. In other words, he's stronger than the law of sin and death. Yes. He is stronger. Yes. And verse three, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. All right. So law keeping would never work because our flesh is weak. Mm to do the will of God because it's fallen. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin, the sin nature, he condemned sin in the flesh or he judged sin in the flesh. So our sin nature, though it's still existent, has been crucified, it, it's been judged. Yeah. So it has no authority over us. Yeah. 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 Why? That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. That's it. So if you walk in legalism, you're walking in the flesh and you will fail. Yeah. But if you walk in the spirit, praise God, according to the spirit, which is submission to the spirit, to the leadership of the spirit, we will actually fulfill the righteous requirement of the law, yeah. which is to love, yeah. love God and one another. Um, Only the spirit has got the power to produce that in us. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I verse mean, five. I hold myself back from Romans when I'm yeah. doing Galatians because it's all there, isn't it? Yeah. Go on, carry on, verse five. Well, oh, you've just lost it. Just dropped off the table. Sorry about that. It basically says, for those who walk according to the, yeah. who set their minds on the flesh, yes, in, don't uh, enjoy yeah. de death, but those who set their minds on the spirit enjoy life and yeah. peace. 
By the way, you overcame the law of gravity, and you, but in the spirit, there it is, you lifted you your Bible yeah, up well, back on. I thought I'd give you a visual illustration. But there were two books, so you're going to need to get to the other one as well. It, was the, um, it wasn't my fault. The law of sin and death um, did that. Let's just get, we get down to some, some practical on, stuff here. Yeah. What is, it, is it? They say it takes 21 days to form a habit or something. And you know, oh, well, I, it, know it, I, I would challenge our viewers as well as ourselves. Yeah. You know, do this. Walking in the spirit, speaking to the spirit about everything you do. Should I do this? Yeah. Should, I do that? Should I plant my, de- my, my violets here or, or everything? Yes. And after 21 days, it will be a lifestyle. Mm. That's lovely. Yeah, you have to discipline yourself yeah, to start yeah, with. Yeah. Um, is, is it earlier in Romans, is it 6, where it says, Let not sin reign in your mortal bodies? Yeah. You know, so, you know, again, yes, the, 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 the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is raising us up lifting us up out of, uh, out of this um, law of sin and death. But let not, therefore, let not sin reign in your mortal bodies. So the, the sin nature is still there. Yeah. And still yeah. the nature of the flesh is still there. Um, so we have a choice to make in, in our soul, in our heart. Do, do I surrender to the flesh, let it reign? That's the point, isn't it? Is, is, isn't the point oh. reigning? Yes. You know, you can, you can actually have these attacks, as it were, and, and missteps, but, but w- w- what is reigning exactly. in, in your life? Re- that's right. Who's reigning and ruling go together, don't they? And it, it, it will. If you give in to it, it will rule you. Yeah. It will control you until you take the upper hand again in the spirit. Mm. Interesting. Anybody, can we look, yeah, go on. Go, just yeah. stop, because yeah, I'm always sensitive there will be viewers who are in this situation yeah. at the moment. There are things going on in their lives, things they do and hate about mm. themselves because sin has got the upper hand. Mm. The Holy Spirit is the answer. Speak the scriptures against that situation. Yeah. Speak them up because you, that's the way you'll defeat it. You say no. Mm. You recognize it is as it is. And you say no. And then you can go and say, because I have been crucified with Christ. Yeah. And whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to. But don't, don't be condemned because of where you are. That's right. You are where you are, and today is the day of new beginnings. Today is the day when you can pick it up and put this thing under, but you can only do it by the Spirit of God yeah. and by the word of truth. Yeah. Nothing Praise else. The Lord. And our failures, in a way, are part of the journey because yeah. our failures help us to realize that in my flesh there is no good thing. Absolutely. Exactly. Don't Therefore, I have to trust in the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so in a way, they are helpful in the sense that they help get rid of our pride. Yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> they certainly do. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's, for me, uh, there's t- overtones of Romans um, 7 in the following verse. The sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit. Yeah. And the spirit, what is contrary to the sinful nature. I mean, that's what Paul's talking about in Romans 7. Exactly. Yeah. Which we can read a bit of that as well. Yeah, we can. And we need to remind ourselves that Galatians was written before Romans. Yeah. So, you know, but this, is, this on is ongoing in Paul's life. The interesting thing is in this passage in Galatians, he starts with Romans 8 and then he, and then he goes, gives a verse for Romans 7. But in Romans, he starts with Romans 7 yeah. and then he... Well, he's unfolding his arguments slightly he's differently. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but exactly. so these things, you know, he's saying these things are a struggle in my life. It, you yeah. know, I'm not a holy Joe that's, that's got it all. Yeah. But he knows how to deal with it. Yeah. And because he knows the Lord, because he's in constant communication with the Lord, because he's walking in the Spirit. Yeah. yeah. As Derek said, that, that gives more gravitas to when Paul 
enters Romans 8. Yes. He's actually just set the scene of yeah. this struggle that's going on. Mm. It's out there, but the law of the Spirit sets us free. Yeah, Very powerful. And you know, sometimes we're more vulnerable than others, aren't we? We drop our guard, and we, and, and yes. um, you know, either because we've been through some traumatic situation, or it could be anything, mm. any reason, we, or we're just exhausted. I mean, the, the things that cause us to drop our guard, mm. and that's when the flesh strikes. Yeah, and yeah. it thinks, "I've got you now." Mm. But just go for the jugular in the spirit. <laughs> yeah, and. You know, a bit, a bit more spiritual maturity, so you yes. can identify. That's you right. You know, not fall under the spell of, of, yeah. of you know, condemnation. And and, and 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 this is where fellowship is important. Call yes. up somebody you trust. Say, please pray with me. Yeah. I'm under. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. You want to do? I'm waiting. Yeah. I, was, I thought we'd have a look at Romans seven, if that's all right. Yeah. I, shall I pick well, it up at verse fifteen? Yeah, please do. So Romans seven, verse fifteen. What I am doing, I do not understand. And I personally believe he's, he's talking about uh, as a born-again believer. Yeah, I think I so do too. too. Um, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice, but what I hate, that I do. If I then, if then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. So he's talking about he in his, I believe, his reborn nature, wants to do the good. Yeah. God so. has put that love, that desire in him, but he finds himself doing something else. Yeah. Um, but he realizes it isn't coming from him, it's not coming from his spirit, mm. uh, but sin that dwells in me. Uh, and um, later on he talks about the sin, this sin is the sin nature that dwells in our flesh. Um, thank you, Adam. Yeah. Um, yes. But it's sin, the indwelling sin in our flesh that, mm. that, that, that causes this until we well, learn. You said, thank you, Adam. It could have been you. You could have been Adam. I mean, we would have yeah, yeah. You know, gone down on that one. Exactly. Yeah. But that's where it came yeah, exactly. from. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's not how God originally made us, no. but it's because Adam sinned. He, yeah. And then we, we, we inherit then that, that sin nature. Um, for I know that in me, and that is in my flesh, Mm. Nothing good dwells, mm. and that's a big statement. Mm. You know, we cannot generate righteousness from ourselves. Um, for to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I, I do not find. For so, in other words, because um, we're born again, we desire to do the good, yeah. but we can, but. But I think Paul, at this stage, is describing he he was on this learning process that he tried to do this good in his own strength, yeah. and he found himself failing because because the because of the flesh causes yeah. that, yeah, exactly. and you end up doing something else yeah. because you're basically depending on yourself um, mm -hmm. for the good that I will. Have I missed anything else? Um, now, for to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. It's good, isn't it? Because, he, because of the, the flesh. So it's a, on, it, it, there is this battle. So now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin who dwells in me. Mm. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do 
good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. That's why I think he's, he's, he is talking as a born-again believer. Yeah. 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 But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? In other words, this, it's talking about, I think, our physical bodies yeah. that has yeah. this sin nature. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't end in defeat. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. In other words, he's, there is the grace of God yeah. to be delivered. So then, with my mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Mm. And then he goes on in Romans 8 to say... And then he rises up out of it. He learns how to... I was sort of semi-regressing. I was thinking, um, yeah, there's just so much there to read quickly. I do what I don't want to do, and then that, that I don't want to do, I do, and, you know, and all of that. Um, but I think we are right. We got there. Yeah, I think it fits well with Galatians. Yeah, it does very much. And well. it does prove, you know, if you come, that the, the, there was some kind of teaching that is a bit triumphalist, that is like, well, if you're... If you're a born-again Christian, you That's shouldn't it. have yeah, any, exactly. any problems with your flesh. And if you do, well, you can't be born again. Yeah. That's clearly not the case. It's clear that although we are born again, and that's wonderful, and we have the, yeah. the resource of the Holy Spirit, and we can walk in the Spirit, we still have, however mature a Christian you are, you've still got this flesh. Yeah, that's right. That if you let it control you, well, you'll end up doing some stupid stuff. Uh, and, and that, until we are out of this life, yeah. that we have a, a daily choices to make, to walk in the Spirit. By the way, what I love about the fellowship over many years, uh, John, it, with you, is that, uh, you know, this is part of our conversation all the time, isn't yeah. it? And um, uh, you, you do live it out, and you, you, you confess you know, Lord, I confess I got that wrong. And you're telling us, as it were, this, yeah. you know, journey. Um, and I remember it many, many years ago, you were talking about the foreign exchange, you know, you know, you know I had to confess to the Lord I got it wrong. <laughs> that, you know, it was a mistake to go down this road. Yes, because what I, it's quite interesting looking at the dynamics of sin or the dynamics of the flesh. And we learn that in the garden. Um, w th there's two things. There's, first of all, there's deception, and then there's seduction. Mm. Eve was deceived, mm. and then this beautiful woman seduced her husband into taking a bite of the fruit as well. And so we see that's always the two dynamics that are worse, deception and seduction. Mm. And if, if, it's quite good if you're struggling to, 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 to break it down into those components and know exactly what to, what yeah. to aim at. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So Eve was seduced as well. Well, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, but she was deceived and seduced. Yeah. And um, Adam, it appears, was just seduced yeah. by this. He couldn't say no to his beautiful yeah. wife. Yeah, exactly. I, we all have all been there, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to, a, a very good comment was made the other day uh, to me that the, the, the husband is the head um, and the wife is the neck. That turns the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's rather good. A bit of direction. <laughs> yeah. It's quite yeah. good, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the power of the yeah. neck. <laughs> um, very good. Okay, so uh, Paul basically covers the whole of the, that passage in Romans 7, in verse 17 of Galatians 5. Yeah. He basically it, 
saying, summing it up. You've got the, 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 this word lust, you see, the flesh lusts against the spirit, yeah. is like a desire to control. Yeah. So there's a different, desire and lust, the difference is covetousness is lust, mm. which is a desire to control. Mm. Um, where a normal desire, it's, it's right to, that we have desires, but we wasn't be controlled by them, mm. otherwise they become lusts. Mm. But the flesh is lusts for control, yeah. and the spirit wants also strongly desires yeah. that, that we come under the spirit's control. Yeah. And it's interesting, it says, so that you do not do the things that you wish. Yeah. And, I, and I think this probably means that the things that I wish in my inner man are the things of the spirit. I, I want to, yeah, uh, yeah. but there is this other force pulling again, on from me. the perspective of being born again. This, you yeah. know, it doesn't make sense unless you're born. Exactly. There is no conflict if you're exactly. not born. He's again. describing the, 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 our main battle. You know, we talk about the battle with demons, mm. but I, I honestly believe the main, the main battle we have is, is with the flesh. Yeah. In other words, there is the flesh pulling us in another direction. It's not neutral. Yeah. It, it is pulling us away. So we, it, we, it is, it's, its work in us is trying to pull us away from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and, and it, it is kind of opposite, it seems to me anyway. They're saying, what is contrary? They are literally diametrically opposed, mm. what yeah. the flesh wants and what the spirit wants. Yes. And there's no sort of middle ground. Not at all. You know, you are, I, I remember, and I know this is a different type of flesh, but um, in William Gurnall's The Christian in Complete Armour, his exposition of, you know, wonderful book on, um, on Ephesians 6, where he says that you are wrestling, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and it's what you put down the devil, so to speak, or you get put down by it. And the same is with the flesh. You know, either the spirit triumphs over or... Yes, and, and, and uh, that, the problem is... There's no is middle ground where you that, can mix the two. You can't do that wrestling in the flesh. The flesh will never no. put the flesh down. But that, I think, is what so many millions and millions of Christians try to do. They want to walk in the spirit. They want to walk with the Lord. Um, and they're constantly rededicating themselves to God. Mm. Lord, just, just help me and, 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 and I'll never do this again, and, yeah. but we know that that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And it's because they're trying to do it out of their own good heart, their own good intent, yeah. their own desire to be like the Lord. But it's no good saying, Lord, please help me, because he's already given you the helper. Mm. And, and the Holy Spirit will do it, but you just have to do it his way. You have to obey the scripture. You have yeah. to submit to God. Yeah. So this is what it is. Submit to God and the devil will flee. Yeah, yeah. that's um, right. Now, I, I, I'm trying, I want to pick up when you said, you know, that the main battle is, is with the, the, flesh. the flesh as opposed to well, there the can be a tendency. There can be a tendency to kind of blame everything on the devil. That's right. You know what I mean? I've always found that very convenient myself. Yeah. <laughs> so often people will say, oh, or you know, often it's a combination. You yeah. Know. But you know, but fundamentally, you know, we, we can kind of say, oh well, I'm having this problem because the devil. No, well, actually, it's probably because you've been yielding. Yeah. You, you, you've been being selfish, you, you've been yeah. yielding to the flesh. Yeah. And maybe, and if you do that enough, you can open the door for demonic 
problems. That's right. But but usually in in most cases, I think of problems. Um, it, 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 it's simply the flesh that you, you actually Very interesting. I'll give you one illustration. There was this pastor who, who you know, was basically late for an appointment and there was this on the motorway and a car blocking his way and it was something of the devil in that car and you had to pray that car out of the way so that you could then bomb down the motorway. This is the, this is the point you're making, isn't it? That it's actually your flesh is the issue, not that there's some a sort of spooky thing in the car in front. Yeah. They're just getting on with the journey. But it's true, isn't it? You can distort it. Well, and, yes. You know, and think that I it's, think so. it's the devil. I when think it that... Uh, Although equally, I find it easy, easy in, in dealing in relationships to know that when someone, when there's an antagonism... Um, I'm, I'm not talking about your personal struggles now, but uh, let's say a, a struggle with, yes. with someone else, your neighbor, or it, that there can be a spiritual antagonism there that's beyond the flesh. Yeah. And when you discern needs to that, be identified. you need to bind that, you need yeah. to take authority over that. Yeah. A spirit of strife yes. in that relationship, yeah. causing misunderstanding and so on. Yeah. And yes, um, you, you do. Yeah. And, and because there is, as you say, there's a comp the, the devil is in the flesh, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I mean, because that's the whole point. I mean, exactly. it's a spiritual realm where he is influencing your flesh. But from our perspective, it is, um, it is the flesh. You know, when we're dealing with it. If you, most, Paul doesn't most, say in Romans 7 mm. that it's the devil. He says it's the flesh. It's yeah. the sinful nature. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I've noticed, I think, is... You know, if, if I said, oh, I'm going to preach a message on victory this Sunday, okay, most of you will, most people will think, oh, yeah, he's going to talk about being victorious in his circumstances, you know, in his job or whatever. You know, victory in life, success in life. Uh, but actually, the greatest victory that you'll ever have is victory over your own flesh. Yeah. You know, that's the main victory. Yeah. And, and when you have that, you, you will find it easy to have you know, Very dominion good. in life, reign yeah. as a king in life. But yeah. the greatest victory you'll ever have is over your own flesh. Yeah, very interesting. There's a line in a prayer by Douglas MacArthur that says, to know yourself is the foundation stone of knowledge. <laughs> so, you know, to have victory over your flesh is the real victory. Mm. Yeah. It's the real triumph. It's a good one. And often we have a kind of besetting sin, you know, an area of the flesh and we're all... We're, we're, you know, we're all vulnerable in different areas of the flesh, yeah. you know, or either through our upbringing or just the way we are, you know. I, I was never tempted by smoking or drinking at school, stuff like that, but, right. you know, but we all have an area of the flesh where we... we I was once more, more when I'd rolled up a corrugated cardboard into the size of a cigar and lit one end <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you know, I was never tempted again. No. Put it that way. <laughs> it helps. It was if you the most a, putrid thing that bad, I sucked into. You have my a bad lungs. first experience. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, that does help. Yes. So, um, but yeah. So, if anyone's listening who's got a besetting sin, you yes. know, in that area, yeah. just real, you have to go back, start ways by by accept, remembering there is no condemnation mm. for those who are in Christ. Yeah. You know, and and uh, understand that God forgives you in that. Yeah. And but now. Ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to give because you can't do it. You can't conquer that thing in your own strength. Mm. But as you learn to trust 
and yield to the Holy Spirit and confess the Word of God. Thank you, Lord. Mm. I am more than a conqueror through Very Christ. And then you, you will learn to overcome in that area. Yeah, wonderful. Now, just while you were talking about it, at least three choruses came to mind, which were insane. <laughs> it's wonderful, living in victory. It's really in victory of the Lord Jesus. And that leads into verse 18, because he says yeah. the key, this is the key. So you've got this battleground, but it's, it's not like the, the sides are equal, mm. because he says what you need to do, just as John said, is if you are led by the Spirit. Mm. In other words, if you put yourself under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you have to get off the throne and you, you have to let him be the leader. Mm. You have to trust in his leadership. You, you have to submit to the spirit. And, and what John was talking about is kind of hopeful dedication. But if you dedicate to God and put yourself on and by faith believe that the Holy Spirit will now take charge and actually put yourself in the hand of the spirit mm so that then you will discover, praise God, the victory. Yeah. Because yeah. the Spirit will automatically give you the victory. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, I, I, I see as I read verse by verse by verse, I, I see John's journey, this <laughs> step by step by step, because Paul is almost every verse that we've, that we've read, you know, last week and this, it's um, be free, don't indulge in the sinful nature. Um, uh, love your neighbor yourself, but don't bite, you know, don't devour and bite. Um, live by the Spirit, do not gratify. This is almost in every verse, there is this little balance yes. all the way through. It's not one verse sorts it out, so let's just talk about walking in the Spirit. He, he is literally every verse, and then even this verse 18, if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. He, he's emphasizing it again and again and again and again. I found this quite a tricky verse actually yeah. because it almost sounds like if you're led by the Spirit you're not under the law. Does that mean, you know, what, what, what is he saying there? You're not yeah. under the law. But, I mean, yeah. we're not under the law full stop. Yeah. Uh, and I was trying to find, well, I, I think what this is saying is if, if you are led by the Spirit, what he's saying is there are two ways of living. Yeah. Either being led by the Spirit or, or being under the law trying to do it in your own strength, mm. trying to keep all what you think you ought yeah. to do in your own strength. And, and he says, if you are led by the Spirit, you know, then the only way you can do that is renouncing the way of the law. That's right. Renouncing your self-effort. He and says, if you, you are not under the law, if you are to enjoy this life of the Spirit, that's right. then you have to abandon the way of trying to do it in your own strength. True. The converse is true, where, where if you are under the law, exactly. you're not going to be led by the Spirit. Exactly. It's just it's incompatible. There are two opposite paths. Yeah. And, and the only way you can enjoy the liberty yeah. of the Spirit is not being under the law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I just, uh, I, I yes, read please, what Luther says on this. He says, the words, if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law, are replete with comfort. It happens at times that anger, hatred, impatience, carnal desire, fear, sorrow, or some other lust of the flesh so overwhelms a man that he cannot shake them off, though he try ever so hard. What should he do? Should he despair? God forbid. 
Let him say to himself, My flesh seems to be on a warpath against the spirit again. Go to it, flesh, and rage all you want, but you're not going to have your way. I follow the leading of the spirit. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. That's yes. good, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is amazing. Um, I think we've got about 15 minutes left, which makes me think that, you know, we, we, we might have to uh, delve into uh, verse 19. Unless there's further things you want to um, illuminate, shall we read? Being led by yeah, the Spirit. I mean, I think we probably should, but yeah. um, I do think this is a wonderful expression. Yeah. It says, walk it, we walk in the Spirit, but we're led by the Spirit. Mm. Mm. So, it, so the Spirit is our leader. Mm. He's, he's our guide. He's our helper, but he's also our leader. Mm. And... and to be led by the Spirit requires confidence, faith, that He is actually leading. We, you know, because He's invisible. Yeah. Um, but it, but it reminds me of in John three. Can yeah, please do. It, it's, it, it is so important to understand that the Christian life is being led by the Spirit, and yeah. and as John said, the Spirit leads us through His Word. Mm, absolutely. That's His primary absolutely. instrument. Yeah. So we do need to put the Word first. But it's interesting what Jesus said about this in, in, in the new birth. In John 3, um, verse 6, for example, um, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Mm. So that defines what the flesh is. Mm. Everything we are by our natural birth. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Yeah. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind, and this is what it's like for someone who's born again. The wind blows where it wishes. And it's talking about the Holy Spirit, because the word for wind, pneuma, yeah. and spirit is the same. So it's talking about the Spirit. The Spirit blows where he wishes. Yeah. You can't control the Holy Spirit, yeah. okay? He, he, he must have the leadership. Mm. Uh, and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And, and I think Jesus is saying the Holy Spirit is a person. He blows where he wishes. And, and we are to follow his leadership. Mm. And, and on the musical analogy, I think I gave it once before, he gives the melody and we are to be the harmony. Mm. Mm. And, and so we have to learn to, to listen to him and, and pick up his... The, now, his melody is always love. Yeah. So if you have a leading to love your neighbor... That's the very good sign that that's the Holy Spirit causing you, you know, to do that. So he leads you, but he, he will give you desires to do certain things, or he'll give you wisdom to do certain things. And as we learn to hear his voice mm. and we obey him, um, we are following his leadership. But just like we can't control how the wind blows, yeah. we, can't make, we can't control the Holy Spirit. He must be the leader. Good. And I felt... Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's also back to the, the good shepherd, isn't it? And the shepherd walking before his sheep, mm. as, which is how the, the, the yeah. Middle Eastern shepherds operate. Right. Walking before his sheep and us hearing and knowing his voice. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord says, you will know my voice. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. will know it. And I, I, you know, as a shepherd, I'll be going before and leading you. It's, it's really powerful, that. Yeah. Um, Yes. You know, and so you can say to the Lord, I'm, 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 I don't know which way should I go here, whether it's physical direction or decision you need to make. He will lead you in the right direction. 
So I, I get a And sense. sometimes we're oh, aware of it. Yes. Yeah. You see, I don't want people to think, oh, well, I'm not being led unless I have a dream, a vision, yeah. Yeah. an audible voice. Because very often you, you, you commit your way to the Lord mm. and, and then you go. But when you truly give it to him mm. um, and, and ask him for his leadership, ask him for his wisdom, it, it just it doesn't necessarily come to you in a spectacular way. But you find yourself doing some, something, and then you may look back later and say, oh, yes, I th God led me there. Mm. And you're not conscious of it at the time. You're just doing what, what seems natural. Yeah. Um, so the leadership of the Spirit isn't necessarily some kind of spectacular fireworks all the time. Occasionally it might be. Mm. But, but normally it, it, you, we just have to establish in our faith, the Lord is my shepherd. He is leading me. Yeah. And, 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 and I trust you, Holy Spirit, to lead me. And then don't worry about it because yeah. he is leading you. That's right. And, and you may not be aware of it at the time, but often you, I look back and think, oh, yeah, that was yeah, God exactly. leading me. And then I get very encouraged yeah, by that. Exactly. Okay. So, we, you know, we've only got a few minutes left and we will cover um, these verses next week. But I'm going to read them because often I find that we, we're establishing principles and then another aspect and another perspective on the principle but Paul eventually, the dam bursts and he gives us examples of what the sinful nature is. And by the way, it's not every possible example. No. It's just Paul throwing it at us. Um, and I think, I, I, you know, I could read it um, yeah, yeah. Uh, from verse 19. He says, um, now the works of the flesh or of the sinful nature are evidence, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, just jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's like he absolutely just throws the kitchen sink out. Mm. But he doesn't do it at the beginning, does he? He's actually, we've spent weeks just actually thinking about the, the principles of the incompatibility of the flesh and the spirit and the sinful nature and, you know, the law. And, but he's now really going into what, what it is, just in, just in case anyone has any doubts what he's talking about. Because we can just talk in spiritual terms, can't we? And, yeah. and actually not get down to, this is it, this unmistakable uh, it's inexcusable and you cannot enter the kingdom of God if you go down this road. This is the nature of the flesh. And yeah. if, if you are going to just yield to the flesh, this is what's going to come out of you. Yeah. you know? yeah. Like in the education revolution, it was all about self-expression. Yeah. You know, with the idea is that man is essentially good and if we just encourage the children to express themselves, let's all that will come out. out is goodness. Exactly. But actually, Paul yeah. is saying, what's going to come out if you give free reign to your flesh is all this ugliness. And by the way, it has come in our society. So they've done exactly yes. that, as you said. I mean, I, I was at school in the early 70s and the late, late 60s was playing the sandpit. Early 70s was <laughs> humanities. You know, you go into the comprehensive school and, you, and, and it's all without any reference to God, without any reference to right and wrong. And it was a load of guff. But that is what was being taught in schools yes. across our land. So no wonder that Parliament's all in a complete 
spin. You know, the, the, the moral boundaries, personal moral boundaries, are not there mm. among those who are legislating. Right, the right. whole thing is in a complete mess. Yeah. It's in a complete mess. Um, we've still got time to talk a little bit more about this, but... Um, Can I just uh, say yeah, that... please do. We've got about three minutes. My, the impression I get from that list is ugliness. Yes. And then, by contrast, the fruit of the spirit is of love, course. joy, peace, goodness, is beautiful. Correct. And I think that's one of the things he's saying. Look, if you walk in the flesh, your life will be ugly. Yeah. But if you walk in the spirit, your life exactly. will be beautiful or holy. Is yeah. another, is spiritually, spiritual beauty. Is and I, I think he's definitely got it the right way around this time. I mean, he's, he's going here, there, the, but then he, he throws out all this ugliness and then, you know, an equal measure of yeah. the fruit of the spirit, mm. which, is, which sets us free, as yes. it were. Yes. yes. Yeah. We're winding down, John, but okay. comment <laughs> on this. <laughs> I mean, you've already said, you know, look, we all fall into yes. failure. But, it, but he's specifically saying, look, those who practice such things, in other words, those yes. who make this their lifestyle. Exactly. Yes, and they get no, they're not convicted by it at all. They, they, they have no shame, they have no sorrow, they have no remorse, yeah. Yeah. they have nothing, which means that they were not alive in the spirit at all. And, and, and because if, you do, if, if you're born again and you do any one of these things from time to time, you are going to be, I guarantee it, filled with remorse mm. afterwards. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and that's why you will never make it a lifestyle. Right. But if, if it is a lifestyle, although in theory, you know, I, grace covers it in practice, you're not born again. And, 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 and it makes it very clear because the scripture says you will not enter the kingdom of it heaven. Does, it? It's not that you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven because you've lost your salvation. Right. It is saying you never had it in the first place, mate, because yeah. you wouldn't behave like that. Yes, if you had a saving faith, yeah, yeah, you, you, you would not be yeah. embracing these things That's as your right. lifestyle. You might slip up from time to yeah. time, but you're not going to embrace it as a lifestyle. Sobering. It is sobering. Yeah, sobering. Yeah. Um, what, what about the folks who, who um, it's going back to a theme of Galatians, but who, who don't practice really any of these things, but yet they're still under the bondage of legalistically, legalistically not practicing these things. We're in the last minute, but I'll just lob that one in. Well, in, it's, it's not enough, as, as Jesus pointed out, that you don't commit murder. But if you've got hatred in your heart, yeah, you know. So if you restrain it through your yeah. legalism, yeah, and, but you've still got those things in your heart. Brilliant answer. You know, Brilliant answer. Still the I same. thought I'd absolutely stump you with that, but <laughs> so we'll cover some of this, maybe not in the gory details next week. We'll see you then.